On this episode of Mixing Some Magic, I'm joined by fellow Disney podcaster Tag Bushman to talk all about the holidays at Disneyland. We're going to be talking about everything you need to know, so stay tuned. Hi, I'm Melissa with Mixing Some Magic. I'm a Disney planning expert and I'm here to mix a little magic into your day. Each week I share Disney vacation planning tips, park strategies, and a little bit of Disney history sprinkled in. Of course, I like to include lots of Disney magic. Join me, let's mix in some magic. Welcome, welcome. I'm so happy that you're here. I can't believe that I am doing a holiday episode already. It feels like this year has flown by. That's how you know I'm officially old because that's what old people say. Once you start saying that time is flying, that's how you know that you're old. So I am old, time is flying, and the holidays are upon us. I'm actually heading out to Disneyland few hours after I record this episode so that I can check off all of the holiday things on my Disneyland holiday bucket list because I'm going to be there for the kickoff of the holidays and I can't wait. I have a lot of fun things planned. I'm going to be touring and staying at three different hotels. I have some interesting fun things to show you over at the packing house. I'm going to be having some fun food over there that I can't wait to tell you about and I might be checking something off my bucket list, which I actually let spill when I was doing this episode with Tag. So stay tuned to find out what that is. But I'm super pumped. All of the holiday food offerings look amazing. There's just so many fun things going on. So this is a really full episode, so I don't want to take up too much time over here with my chatting, but I did want to mention that I have a foodie guide for the holidays. It's a free printable. If you are interested, I will put a link in the show notes so you can print that out, take it to Disneyland with you, then you'll be able to check all the things off your list that you're dying to try. Okay, let me tell you about Tag. Tag Bushman is the co-host of Disneyland Weekly and The Hub Crawl. He co-hosts two Disney podcasts, which is pretty amazing. He's a huge Disney park fan and enjoys the Disney company overall. And he really is fun to chat with and has a ton of Disney knowledge. So I think you're going to love him. So let's take a quick break. And when we come back, I'll have Tag with me. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Mix in Some Magic. Okay, I've got Tag here, and we are going to be talking about the holidays at Disneyland. But first, I want you to introduce yourself so we can all get to know you. Yes, well, uh, like you said, my name is Tag Bushman. I do a couple different podcasts for a few years now. I've, uh, me and my co-host Teresa have done the DL Weekly podcast, which is all centered around Disneyland. And uh, we do news and trivia and usually interviews, discussion topic, that kind of fun stuff. And then uh, Eric who I met through the first podcast, we do a podcast called The Hub Crawl, where we bring in two guests every week and or every other week. And uh, we everybody brings a question that's related to Disney. And we go around and answer the question. And we have a fun time kind of doing that. We talk about a lot of cool stuff. And man, I tell you, some of our people bring some amazing questions that are just 
crazy to try to answer and figure out and really get you thinking. So, um, yeah, we have a lot of fun and meet so many people like yourself and um, uh, just in the community. Of course, the Disney community is just such a great community. So uh, that's kind of what brought me to you, I guess, at this point. Well, I'm coming on your podcast in a couple of weeks and I've been yeah. thinking about my question. I haven't solidified it yet in my mind, but I'm tossing some things around. I want to make it good. So I'm thinking it's hard. tough being on it every episode and having to come up with a question every other week. And then we have like a bonus question too. It gets challenging after a while, but it's a good thing we have guests that bring some really great things. So I'm sure that whatever you come up with will be amazing. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to it. Can we ask you a couple questions so we can get to know your Disney side? Of course. Okay. So tell me, what is your favorite Disney park? I, oh man, I feel like I have to say Disneyland just because, you know, I do a Disneyland podcast and I grew up with Disneyland as being my park. Uh, I used to live in Northern California. That's where I grew up. My mom, when I was like eight, 1988 timeframe, uh, took me and my brother. Uh, it was a big, big deal for us to go. She went to the Walt Disney Travel Company and got tickets in the hotel and the early entry and all of that stuff. And it was a big deal for us to kind of go on a vacation because we didn't really do that very often. So I think I have to say Disneyland. Um, also, Walt's original park. And it's so convenient to be able to get between the parks and stuff. I've been to Disney World and I like Disney World for other reasons as well. But I think Disneyland just has that little bit of magic that you can't really find other uh, other parks. The only other parks I've been to is I did go. I've been twice now to Disneyland Paris. And I do think from a visual standpoint, Disneyland Paris is the most beautiful Disney theme park. Um, but, you know, it doesn't still have all of that stuff that Disneyland has, but it is a beautiful park. I do hope at some point to get to the other Disney parks, but have not been able to do that yet. But Disneyland, I think definitely wins it. The fun fact I love to throw out to people is Disneyland in its two parks have more attractions than the four parks in Florida combined. So I always kind of throw that at the Disney World people who are like, we're better than Disneyland and they make fun of our castle and everything. And it's like, well, whatever. I did not realize that, that there were more attractions at Disneyland Resort. I mean, yeah. Disney World, I think, is catching up because, you know, there was, I think, like a seven, seven or eight attraction difference between the four parks over there and the two parks here but of course you know they added galaxy's edge but we did too so that was a wash mm -hmm. you know they added toy story land they added um uh, they've just and they've added a bunch of stuff at epcot now so they're catching up but in our two parks we have a lot going for us so well and it's easy to park hop between the two of them that makes a oh, huge difference 100 percent. yeah at disney world it's kind of a joke Mm hmm. Yeah, it's a waste. Don't ever get park uh -huh. hopper tickets at Disney World. No, for sure. I agree. OK, tell us about your favorite Disney attraction. Oh, man, this one's tough. Um, I don't know if you've been watching the behind the attraction season two on Disney Plus, but I just mm -hmm. got through the second episode. Well, I watched it in out of order, but I watched my second episode of it this morning. And I will tell you, it's really tough, right? It's like it's like, who's your favorite child kind of a situation? And but I think I have to say, especially now since the refurbishment, I have to say Indiana Jones Adventure. I just there's something about that attraction I really love. You know, D Disney parks all around the world have a, a, a no shortage of great attractions. But for me, I just love Indiana Jones. And that used to be 
my rope drop attraction and the last attraction on the last day of the last visit. Um, but for a while there, you know, it needed some help. Uh, so for a while, we didn't ride it that often, but I think it's back at a good spot that it's uh, one of those attractions. We try to hit up a couple times a trip, um, but it still sometimes has downtimes and stuff. But I think that's it. Um, other people in my household, they love, you know, Space Mountain, uh, you know, of course, classics, Pirates, Haunted Mansion. But I think Indy's where it is for me. That one's so good. I remember when it first opened and when I was oh, yeah. a kid and we waited hours to ride and it was totally yeah. worth it. We were all blown away because the technology, I, we'd never seen anything like that before. Well, Tony Baxter's a genius. You know, the Imagineer mm-hmm. who who created that, you know, he did Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Uh, he did most of Disneyland Paris. So like he's he, he he's got a good track record for that stuff. Um, if you want a funny story, if we have just a second, I can tell a of funny course. story about Indiana yeah. Jones. So the first time I rode Indiana Jones, I was terrified of the attraction because it was the opening year, like you said. And we had no idea what type of an attraction it was because there's no indication what it was. <laughs> there's no but social got... media, so you don't know. No. So we got there in the morning and there was a line all the way down Main Street. Like, and and this was before Genie and Fast Pass and all of that. And so the line, there's an extensive indoor queue in Indy and an extensive outdoor queue. And it still went all the way through Adventureland and all the way down Main Street. And so we were like, yeah, this isn't happening. Well, towards the end of one of the nights of our trip, it was me and my my other brother and my mom. And my mom didn't want to ride it. So she stayed outside on a on a bench outside the attraction. And we went in and I wasn't feeling very well, but I was like, there's a short line. We're going to do it. And we got into the room where the projector is playing the safety spiel and all of that stuff. And I wasn't feeling well. And I threw up in line and but I felt great right afterwards. So I went on the ride. But there was a little girl who was with her family, like near us somewhere. And she left the line and came running out. And there was a member of her family also sitting outside and went out and said, this boy just threw up in line. And my mom knew it was me. My mom knew it was me. <laughs> and I, we got off the attraction and she goes, did you throw up in line? I said, how did you know that? She said, cause this little girl came out. I was talking about it. So my, my first memory of Indiana Jones was kind of an interesting one, but kind of a funny story, I guess. Hopefully it didn't gross your listeners out or anything, but it's definitely like a good first time. I felt great afterwards and the ride was amazing. And this was yeah. back when, before they calmed it down and it was very rough and crazy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was a great attraction. <laughs> That's funny. I love it. Okay. Who's your favorite Disney character? This is tough because um, my co-host on DL Weekly always teases me about this. I am a Disney parks person. Mm-hmm. Not as much of a Disney like movies or company person. Mm-hmm. I do like those things, but the parks are where it's at for me. So it's very hard for me to pick a character because I'm not really into the characters that much. Mm-hmm. But I always have to go back to I think one of my favorite movies of all time is Mary Poppins. So I think I really like Mary Poppins because she's magical. She does all these wacky things that you wouldn't expect. Uh, and but she's very proper, you know, and. Uh, I just really something about that character just draws me to it. Now, if you're talking about like animated character, I don't know. I really loved Lion King. Um, uh, you know, Coco's great and Kanto's great more recently. Um, I don't know. It's tough. Uh, I'll say Mary Poppins and I'll stick with that. That's a good one. 
Yeah, that's a good one. Mary Poppins. Is classic. She's practically perfect in every way. Yeah, I know. How can you go wrong with Mary Poppins? <laughs> okay, last question. No, actually, I have one more after this. That's Second okay. to the last question. What is your favorite thing to eat on a Disney vacation? Oh, man. So obviously there's staples, right? Like mm-hmm. there's the churro or the doll Whip or, you know, all these different things. And I do like those things a lot. And I do try to get them. And Bengal barbecue. I mean, for a while, when I had an annual pass originally in the early 2000s, Disneyland food was not great. There was mm-hmm. a lot of not great Disneyland yeah, food. Yeah, it was it pretty bad. It is wonderful now. Yes. Um, I think the thing that I always make myself get is the jolly holiday combo which is a grilled cheese sandwich with the tomato soup there's just something about it that makes it better than anywhere else you could get that combination of things and i kind of had it as a whim when one of the nights uh, we didn't have time to get food before the electrical parade when that came back for like the 15th time or something (laughs) and it was cold out and i was like i'll get the i'll get that that sounds good i don't know how i feel about tomato soup really but i was like okay oh man that was the beginning of a love affair between me and that. But uh, I think I get that every time for sure. Even if it's hot, you're still going to go for it? Yes, it was blazing hot uh, this summer when we went and I got it anyway because it was just, it just tastes so yeah. good. <laughs> they put tradition. so much cheese on it and the bread's toasted perfectly <laughs> and the tomato soup is like not too acidic and oh. It really is good. Perfect. Yep. So good. Okay. Last question. What sure. is on your Disneyland, not Disneyland, Disney bucket list? Well, this one's kind of a cheat because I would say on my Disney bucket list, I want to visit all the parks around mm-hmm. the world. Uh, I think that's a lot of people's Disney bucket list is to see mm-hmm. all the different parks. Um, if you want to wrangle me back down to something more, you know, more simple, I would say that I'd really like to uh, experience like eating dinner at Club 33. I've been lucky enough. We had some listeners of our show that are members of Club 33 and they treated us to the like salon and we were able to eat some food there. Mm-hmm. But I think I really want to eat on the like the dinner, like dress up nice. Yeah, um, it was so last minute and we were already in California when we got this invite. So we didn't have clothes like we didn't feel dressed for the anything. Um, because we found out literally the day before they're like, we'd like to treat you to this. And we're like, well, we're, we're what? what? Yeah. <laughs> so it was still a great experience. And club 33 is amazing. And I know that we're very fortunate to have experienced that, but, um, yeah, it was really cool, but I'd love to eat dinner and be dressed appropriately and feel like I belong in that space. Cause we did mm-hmm. not feel like we belonged in that space. Um, but yeah, well, what's yours? I like, I'm just curious. What's your Disney bucket list, like item? Well, going to Club 33 for sure is on my bucket list, but I'm actually going next week. Oh, so nice. I get to check that off know. my bucket list. Well, yeah, but we're just going to the, is it the salon? Is that what yeah, you call yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got to pick which we wanted to do, and um, the people I'm going with decided to do the salon, and I just am along for the ride. Sure. So what do I wear? Do I dress up for that or can I just wear my regular park clothes? You can wear park clothes for that side for sure. I mean, I would maybe dress a little bit more than I don't know what you normally dress like in the park, but I would dress a little bit more up. So like park, uh, I don't know, business casual, I guess. Park chic. Park chic. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I will tell you that the, the, the hidden thing that we learned is even in the salon, you could ask for the menu 
from the restaurant and you can order anything you want from the restaurant side and they'll feed you on the salon side yeah we had a we had one of the meat dishes or whatever because of course like that's what you got you know got to do but uh everything we had was amazing and if you're going to the salon gosh i wish i could remember the guy's name that was working there uh off i can't remember off the top of my head but he was amazing and i just trusted him i said what do you think i should get to drink like i don't Mm -hmm. really drink alcohol i said what's a good non-alcoholic option and the thing he brought me, I ended up having like two or three of them. It was amazing. So good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm excited. That'll be fun. I'm it's an experience. Nervous. Yeah. I'm nervous about it though. I don't know why, but I'm, nervous. you can go to through the dining room side mm-hmm. if you don't bother any other diners and you can actually go out on the balcony and oversee New Orleans square and all of that. Uh-huh. So don't miss out on that. Cause there is something about kind of having that moment of, of poshness maybe of yeah oh we're we're up here and you're down there like we're not those type of people but it's right. kind of like uh, if it's on your bucket list you got to have that experience sure. and nobody even sees you up there it's crazy right i've yeah. never noticed anyone up there but yeah i'm not there's listening. actually dining out on that there's like a little two, two tops out there yeah um that people dine now in the you know, in the time you're going, depending on what the weather's like in California, it may be chilly. So people mm-hmm. maybe don't do that, but definitely make sure you can get out there because it's pretty awesome. And actually, you'll be luckier than we were because we went when they were redoing Tiana's uh, palace mm-hmm. and all of the windows in the salon were covered up because oh. that looked into the construction area. So you'll actually get a better view than we did. And yeah. they had stained glass and stuff in there. It's beautiful. Oh, I'm so excited. It's you should be. be. It's awesome. Yep. Okay. I'm going to check that off my bucket list. <laughs> All right. I well, never today... thought we'd get to it, but right. We did. I know I, it caught me by surprise. So I didn't, wasn't planning on it happening anytime soon. So it's exciting. Yeah. But today we are going to be talking about the holidays at Disneyland, which kick off next week, which is why I'm going to be there. And I'm happy that you can join me. We're going to do like a little overview of the holidays we're not going to cover every single little thing that's happening because there is a ton happening at disneyland during the holidays Mm -hmm. a ton so we're we're each going to kind of cover some different things so if you're going to disneyland during the holidays or you're thinking that maybe the holidays is the time that you want to visit then this will help you decide or help you know all of the different options so i'm going to start off with talking about entertainment at disneyland some of my very favorites just at the Disneyland park and feel free to chime in if you have any thoughts or opinions. Um, First thing I want to talk about is the Christmas fantasy parade, which some people love and some people hate. Do you have an opinion on the Christmas parade? The Christmas fantasy parade is kind of like the electrical parade. I love the electrical parade but it should have gl- glowed away forever when they said it was going to glow away forever. <laughs> the The Christmas Fantasy Parade, I feel like, needs some updates. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't need to totally be changed, but I think swapping out some units and stuff would be very welcome. Yes. Um, but the music will get stuck in your head, and it's still a good parade. I just feel like it's one of those things that so many people come to Disneyland for the holidays that refreshing that at some point is a good idea. But it's still a great parade. It is a good parade. Um, what do you think about the the reindeer? I don't. Even know I what think to call they them. are a Some Christmas tradition, <laughs> and it's almost like the toy soldiers. I feel. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. it's one of those things that, like, 
if they were ever to actually replace the parade, I think somewhere those two elements have to be in the parade in like the next version. Mm -hmm. It's because it's just like a staple, right? It's right. It's it's like if you went to Disneyland and there was no nighttime spectaculars, like it, you'd be missing that. So I feel like you have to, you know, that's why I liked Paint the Night so much was because it was like an updated version of the electrical parade, but still gave you that kind of feel. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's what that's those two elements should return in some time. And of course, Santa Claus, because yes. of course you need Santa Claus. Yes, you have to have Santa Claus. He's the best. What do um, you think? Are you are you a person that likes the reindeer and the toy soldiers and stuff? I do. I like the toy soldiers more than the reindeer. The reindeer sure. weird me out a little bit, but if they weren't there, then mm. I would be sad. You have sure. to have them. So definitely keep the reindeer and the toy soldiers and Santa. But I don't know if we're getting an update anytime soon. Probably I guess not. we'll have to see. Probably not, though. Um, the parade shows two times. It is at 3.30 and 6.30. I like the second parade because I think it just shows better in the dark. So that's my favorite time. Do you have a preference? I think nighttime as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All the parades and shows and stuff, I feel like the whole resort in general if if they ever had an if they ever have another all night twenty four hour party, I want to go because I would just sleep when it's sunny and go when it's dark because <laughs> Disneyland is magical at, at night. So I think nighttime parade. We actually just saw um, magic happens for the first time when it was like sort of dark when we were there last mm -hmm. month. And yes, definitely, so it's definitely cooler. You don't see everything at during the daytime because it's so bright. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I feel that way about the Christmas parade too, I think at night for sure. I can't remember where I heard it, but someone was telling me that they have done a 24 hour Disney event before. And they said that by like three in the morning, everyone starts to smell. So you'll be in line with people because they haven't showered in you sure. know 24 hours and that it just started getting stinky. And that's always stuck with me every time someone mentioned that. It. <laughs> and that's what I think of. I'm like, oh, it's gonna smell bad. <laughs> just bring some spray. Uh-huh. Um, you know, just you know, maybe keep your distance a little further. Who knows? Little deodorant, everything's fine. <laughs> um, another classic over at Disneyland is the fireworks show. Now the name just escaped me. Believe, Believe in holiday magic. Holiday magic. I feel like they could have come up with a better name, but it's a great show. It's well, fine. you know, they came up with that show and it was paired with uh, Believe There's Magic in the Stars. So mm -hmm. I I think that's where the name comes from is they uh, kind of were like, sense. well, here's our holiday version. Yes. And so, yeah. So um, I like the holiday. They've changed it, though, funny enough, because I loved the original version of the show because they had um, the narrator was like a grandmother type mm -hmm. voice. Like you could tell that's what it was supposed to be reminiscent of. And I used to play it for my friends who were not as big of Disney fans as I am. And, and I would say it's, I love this narrator's voice because she sounds like everyone's grandmother. And the last couple times I saw it, for whatever reason, they had a different voice talent do it. And I'm like, this is not, everyone's grandmother and so i'm a little a little perturbed at them for that but uh, yeah you seem a little bitter still a good show still a good show my favorite though is the snow at the end that just oh. makes the whole thing and we're we lived in arizona for 10 years so when we would take my kids when they were little 
I mean, they didn't get to see snow in Arizona. And so they were blown away by the snow and I loved it. And I think the snow smells like gingerbread, but I have people fight me on this all the time, but I really think it smells like gingerbread. I'm going to have to pay attention to that. Yes, pay attention. I think it does. Hmm. I don't have any proof, but I think it smells like gingerbread. So I don't Hmm. know. Let me know. I hope Um, it does actually. Well, wouldn't that make it even more magical? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. My other very favorite thing over at Disneyland during the holidays is the lighting up of It's a Small World. Happens Mm -hmm. once a night. They used to do it more often, but this year it looks like they're just doing it once a night. I think it's at 5.15-ish. And you don't have to get there early for a spot. Everyone just kind of filters in if you're in the area and they light the whole thing up and everyone oohs and ahs. And it's very spectacular because it's a small world in the holidays is amazing. So I love that. That's one of my favorites. I will tell you the it's a small world area is extremely underrated Mm -hmm. because watching fireworks back there. Wonderful. Like Mm -hmm. you can arrive 15 minutes before have a great spot. There's lots of places to sit back there. The fireworks are closer. You've got the projections and everything on It's a Small World. The It's a Small World lighting, 100%, totally magical. They have that, uh, occasionally they have that Bruno, we don't talk about Bruno show Mm -hmm. on there, which also was way more amazing than I expected it to be. Um, And also, that's where we saw the nighttime version of Magic Happens. uh, And that's a great place to watch the parade as well because everybody wants to watch the parade on Main Street, Mm -hmm. but you can get a really good spot not that far from the beginning of the parade um like back there so i highly recommend it i think people just don't ever think about it but it's right. it's wonderful yeah that's my favorite spot for fireworks and parade just so nice all right why don't you tell us some of your favorite things about dca for entertainment well i have to like kind of uh, admit here that for the holidays i've only experienced a couple things at dca uh, one thing that I I don't re- I don't think I've actually seen it is the World of Color Season of Light show. Mm-hmm. Now I will tell you that I I think the current World of Color show that they have right now, World of Color One, is miles ahead of the regular show. Mm-hmm. I have never really been happy with the World of Color shows. Like they're fine, but I don't go out of my way to watch them. But I do go out of the way to watch World of Color one. So I have not seen Season of Light, but I've uh, in person, I've seen like YouTube videos and it looks cute and fun. So I hope it'll be just, you know, I hope it would be as good as World of Color one. Uh, I for feel people. like it's kind of, I don't know, for me, it felt like a stretch. Like they were just trying mm. to put together something for the holidays and they're trying to pull any holiday moment from any Disney movie possible oh, and sure. try to throw it into a montage. And then they're trying to make you feel certain things. And I get giggly at certain points during it. Cause it's just a little bit laughable to sure. me, but you still have to see it. I mean, why, what happened to Disney that used to create like original things for the park? Like why can't they create an original show that's all original, you know, animation or live action or whatever, because this these shows we know, mm-hmm. like Disney always says, like, oh, here's our new show for the year. But we know it hangs around for like four, five, six, seven, ten years. Mm-hmm. So why don't they just put the money into it, knowing that yeah. like it's going to be spread out over a few years and they're going to get their money's worth with it? 
Um, yeah, yeah I, I wish know. they would do that because I feel like they try to, like you said, cram little things in. But mm-hmm. uh, Season of Light shows twice a night, like most stuff, 9 o'clock, 10, 15 p.m. Um, you know, World of Color, obviously, I think DCA needs some more, um, you know, evening shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I wish Paint the Night would come back to over there so it would have a nighttime yes, thing, that kind of that thing. That was so good. Um, some other things that I have done is the Disney Viva Navidad street party, which is so much fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's only over by the Paradise Garden Grill kind of area between Goofy Sky School and uh, the Inside Out Emotional Whirlwind. It kind of takes place along that little strip there. The people that are in this show put all of their effort into it, and it is amazing. And uh, get there early because it is that small little section there. And if you want to be able to see, especially if you have small kids, make sure that you get right along the front of the parade route where they have that line. They don't want you to go mm-hmm. past the line. There are yeah. some taped areas because their floats do turn around and they need a little bit of extra space. But uh, the good news about the street party is it plays a ton of times during the mm-hmm. day. Um, you've got 12, 10, 1, 10, 2, 10, 3, 45, 4, 45, and 5, 45. But don't miss it. It's great. Mickey and Minnie and Donald, uh, like just a ton of characters are there. Um, they have just pe- performers. Like I said, it's it's really great. It is good. My favorite time to see it is that last show because it's starting to get dark. Mm-hmm. Again, it just all pops a little bit different when it's getting dark. So that's my favorite one. And then there's just all this great stuff that goes around that you can see, um, which is some of it is tied to the festival of the holidays stuff that they've got going, but some of it's just holidays. So there's the blue 13 dance company, which does Bollywood. We saw that. I love Bollywood style love the music mm-hmm. and they've got so much energy. Those shows are usually um, kind of shorter, I want to say. So, uh, you know, get there, you know, beforehand and make sure that you're right there. Um, there's the holiday concert featuring Fat Cat Swinger. That's usually over by the um, Paradise Gardens Park. Uh, that's been wonderful. There's a Mickey's Happy Holidays show, which you can dance along with Mickey Mouse and uh, do rhythms of the holiday toy drummers, which is fun. And one of my favorites, because of the personalities, is mostly kosher at the Sonoma Terrace. We've seen them a couple times, and they are great. They honor Hanukkah, and they have a blend of musical styles, and they play a few times, too, from 350, 450, 550, 715, 815. And they're wonderful. If you can get up there early, and you can get one of the couches, that's the best spot because you can just sit and you listen to them and they have some funny um, like little quips and stuff that they do. It's just And it's kind of like off the beaten path in a way because that Sonoma Terrace is kind of yeah. away from everything. Um, yeah. So Yeah, I've never seen them. Okay, I'm going to add that to my list. They're great. Like, really. Uh, I We've seen them two years in a row now and each time they've been wonderful, so. Awesome. Okay. I want to talk about decorations because Disney goes all out for the holidays, but I was trying to decide if they went more for Halloween or more for Christmas. And I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. It's tough. Cause I feel like they keep adding more, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously I think Halloween is front and center at California Adventure. I think they do a fantastic job. I love the purple lights in the trees. They do the headless horsemen. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they have the bats coming out of the balfries of, you know, everything on Buena Vista Street is just amazing for Halloween. But now that I'm thinking about it, other than Cars Land and Buena Vista Street, 
there's not a ton of Halloween stuff in the rest of the park, Mm -hmm. but there is a lot of Halloween at Disneyland because you've got everything on Main Street. You've got um, they do some decorations in uh, Frontierland. You've got Mm -hmm. the the um, I can't remember what the name of the tree is. The Halloween tree. The Halloween. Hello. (laughs) The Halloween tree in Frontierland. Um, yeah, so you get a lot of that. And of course, before Galaxy's Edge was around, uh, back in the um uh in the farm area they had back there, they used to do a ton of Halloween mm-hmm. stuff too. Uh so that's t- but Disneyland, I mean, every land except for Tomorrowland does Christmas decorations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and why doesn't Tomorrowland? They should do something. There's no Christmas in the future, apparently. No. I don't know. We've done away with it, I guess. <laughs> Maybe they just don't know when they're going to renovate it and they mm-hmm. don't want to spend a bunch of time and effort on decorations that like may not work with whatever they decide to do with it eventually, fingers crossed. That's a nice positive way to spin it. <laughs> I think that they do have big plans for Tomorrowland. I just I don't think so. that they've found the budget for yeah. it, maybe. I don't know. I don't know either. I hope so. Someday. But Cars Land also looks great during Christmas time. I mean, yes. Cars Land does it wonderfully. Mm-hmm. Cars Land is absolutely amazing. You have to go there during the day and at night because, again, yes. so good at night. I love Cars Land. Um, I love all of the different themed trees in the different lands all through Disneyland. I love they have one on top of Jungle Cruise, which is amazing. It has like bananas hanging on it. All kinds of fun stuff. But my very favorite ones are inside Pooh's Corner over in Critter Country. So you have to go oh, yeah. into Pooh's Corner and they have two trees in there. And one is for Winnie the Pooh and it has honey on it and bees. And at the bottom, it just looks like honey's dripping off of it. And then Rabbit's Tree has carrots and cabbages and all kinds of cute stuff on it. So I love, I love their trees. They're I think so I need cute. to go look at these trees because I don't feel like I've noticed them before. Mm-hmm. And, and now you're mentioning it, I'm like, huh. So I think I have to check those out. Yes, for sure. And I've loved Toontown during the holidays. A lot of people used to skip it, but I think more people will be back there because of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway now. But it's really cute. They have trees in front of Mickey and Minnie's house and they have lights and wreaths and big cartoonish bows on the lamp posts and just I cute. think they've added new for this year. I think Have I've they? seen that they're starting to add new stuff because obviously the El Capitoon Theater needs to be decorated yes. and all of that. So, uh, yeah, I think that they've they've added some things for this year. I mean, they're still decorating. So, I mean, who knows what else is going to show up? At least as we record this, they're still decorating. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I'm excited for that. And then I wanted to talk real quick about characters because some of the characters are pretty cute for the holidays, specifically Mickey and his friends. They have holiday sweaters that are just so cute. So if you want a picture with Mickey in his holiday sweater and his friends, you're going to have to find them on Main Street. That's where they are in their Christmas outfits. So make sure you check them out. And then Santa, I mean, Mater has a Santa hat, which is cute, but I don't think any, I don't think Lightning McQueen has anything Christmassy, but Mater wears a Santa hat And then Jack Skellington will have his Santa suit on, which is kind of fun to take a picture with Jack in his Santa suit. I don't think I've seen Jack with his Santa suit on before. Uh, I'll have to keep an eye out for that. Yeah. If you're a Jack Skellington fan, it's kind of fun. Okay. What about ride overlays? Because Disney does some good holiday ride overlays. Absolutely. Well, I'll talk about one that doesn't exist anymore. We used to do the Jingle Cruise. Oh, I'm so sad. 
Yeah, which was fun. I don't, I'm not sure what happened there. I wonder if it was just one of those situations where it took too much effort because like it's hard to get stuff on the water and out there and do stuff as opposed to know. the other overlays or I they feel didn't want like, to take an attraction down. I feel like they could have just handed us a box of decorations and we could have gone over, you know, in two hours taking care of it, put up the decorations. We could have right? done it. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how I feel with a lot of decorations. Like one of the things that's irked me, especially for some reason, more so this season than previous seasons is it wasn't even Halloween yet. And they started putting snow on the castle. Mm -hmm. I'm like, the holiday season doesn't start for over a week after Halloween. You can't tell me that it, you can't get the castle done in that week, really. Like you can't just wait till the day yeah. after Halloween. Uh -huh. But they or can't. they started taking the stuff off for the Disney 100 like two days before the Disney 100 like date <laughs> so like what the heck but I yes know. i can't believe they didn't mark that in any way shape or form that was just weird yeah but of course we have the haunted mansion holiday which starts mm -hmm. as early as the end of august beginning of september for the halloween season i love this attraction i wish now i love the original as well mm -hmm. i wish that they could find some way to duplicate the haunted mansion and make it Haunted Mansion holiday like all year long and leave the Haunted Mansion, the Haunted Mansion all year long. Mm -hmm. Because one of the biggest complaints from people is that half the year it's this other mm -hmm. version and some people miss the original. And I can't blame them. Uh, but uh, yeah, I wish there was some way we could do that. But Haunted Mansion holiday is amazing. Every year there's a new gingerbread house yes. design inside the ballroom scene. Um, and it's just fantastic. Of course, we've already talked about the outside of It's a Small World Holiday. I really like It's a Small World Holiday mm -hmm. more than even the original, I think, because I like the blending of the It's a Small World theme song yes. with Jingle Bells, I think it is. Jingle Bells and I think Deck the Halls. Yes. Both, but man, I think it they do sure it helps. Wonderfully. Yes. Wonderfully. And there's scents on that one, too, mm -hmm. which I love. So fun. And then of course Cars Land. You've got uh Tomator, uh his his uh raw, you know, things, uh his junkyard jamboree becomes like a thing for the holidays. And Luigi's, I think, also has some like Christmas songs that go along. Mm -hmm. And of course they do that for Halloween too. Yeah. But uh yeah, so that's a couple other uh I guess you could call it overlays. Did yep. I miss something? I feel like I might have no. missed something. No, I think you got them all. Perfect. Yep, that's fun. All right, let's talk about meeting Santa at Disneyland because there's a couple places you can see Santa Claus. I have a personal favorite. You can meet him if you're at Disneyland. You can see him at the end of the parade like we talked about, but you can also see him over in Critter Country at Pooh's Thoughtful Spot. Which mm. I like meeting him over there. It's cute. It's not very crowded usually, and you usually get to meet Winnie the Pooh or Tigger or Eeyore along with santa and every once in a while it snows over there too they have a little snow machine and they'll spray oh. snow out so that's a cute place to meet him but my favorite place delightful to, it really is cute especially since splash mountain is closed i don't think it's going to be very busy down there which will be a plus <laughs> um my favorite place to meet him though is over in redwood creek challenge trail because mm. it's all decked out for the holidays and if you have kids, this is probably the place to go because they have cast members dressed as elves and they have little elf games you can play. I've seen them do rubber ducky races in the water. They give kids rubber duckies and you throw them into the pond and then you run to the end to see who gets there first. 
very cute but you get to meet santa there and his setup is really great it's just cute so that's my favorite place to meet santa they also have cookies there that you can buy and decorate which i've never done but very cute and you can see santa over at the disneyland hotels too the on-property hotels usually he's only there in the like around 4 30 to 8 30 they don't really post when he's going to be there but you don't have to be staying at the hotels to go in and meet santa but he's fun to see over in the grand californian too because they have their lobby all decorated and so fun well he's gonna do uh i believe it was it naples that has the breakfast with santa thing that you can do too and you can i don't think um, they're doing that this year because isn't they are doing it this year oh are they i hadn't heard that oh that's good yeah no we reported on it a couple weeks ago yep they're um breakfast with santa so you get uh kids get like a stocking or something and like mm-hmm. um there's a couple things they get and then the adults get like bottomless mimosas and stuff uh-huh. like that so it's a little pricey yes. but um what a cool way to kind of have breakfast and see see santa yes and i'm sure you have to have reservations well in advance you do mm-hmm. as always That's- right Yes, that's very fun. I did want to mention, though, that the holidays, they last into the beginning of January, but Santa is not there anymore after December 25th, except over in Redwood Creek Challenge Trail, Goofy has taken his place dressed in his Santa suit. Well, I've I never think after seen Christmas, him. Santa just needs a break. Like, he can't be hanging out at Disneyland. No, he doesn't have that kind of time. He's in Hawaii on vacation. <laughs> I hope so. After his busy night delivering stuff, of course. <laughs> Yep. Okay. Tell us about the festival of the holidays. This is a lot of people's very favorite thing. So the festival of the holidays is one of the food festivals, basically, that they have at Disney California Adventure, which is similar to like out at Epcot. They have all the different like the food and wine uh, or the they have different names out there. I always confuse them all around. But um, basically, it's a great time to have a bunch of different food options that are all like holiday themed uh, at different marketplaces around Disney California Adventure. So this year, uh, they have a few different booths like they usually do. If you've done the Food and Wine Festival before, they use the same booths, but they do holiday stuff. So there's just a ton. There's um, I'll just name the, the different booths right now. They have a Twist on Tradition, Brews and Bites. They have uh, Favorite Things, Grandma's Recipes, Holiday Duets, uh, Making Spirits Bright, Merry mashups, winter slider land. And then, of course, they have some stuff, the um, cappuccino cart, Hollywood lounge, lamplight lounge, Pim Test Kitchen, smoke jumpers. Um, and then also they usually have a lot of stuff over at the Paradise Garden Grill. There's a little section there at the end that they do a ton of stuff for. So there is, I'll tell you, the holidays, whether it's Halloween or Thanksgiving or Christmas, they always have so much seasonal food. Like I don't, I, I have two lists of food. Um, I, I did put a list of just like the regular food that wasn't even part of this of things uh-huh. I'm excited for that. I know we're going to talk about in a little bit, but they always have good stuff at the festival booths and um, you can usually get, uh, let me make sure they're doing it again this year. Usually they have like a, a saver pass. Yep. They do have the sip and saver pass that you pay one price and you get some tabs and you can use it. However, we found that uh, each year you have to do the math Mm -hmm. that take the cost of the sip and saver pass, divide it by the amount of tabs, and then do not use your tabs on anything that is less than that amount. Otherwise you're losing money on it. So, um, and usually with the 
festival of the holidays, as with the Food Wine Fest, a lot of times you can go to one register and order all of the food at all the booths that you want mm -hmm. and then take your receipt and they will cross it off. So you don't have to stand in the order line, but you do have to stand in the pickup line, which sometimes can also be a wait. Yes, but that is such a time saver, though. You have to know what you want ahead of time. But if you do, that is a huge time saver to just buy it all in advance. Well, Absolutely. I've been going over the foodie guide. Have you looked mm. at the foodie guide that's dropped? There I have are... my giant list. <laughs> yeah, there are so many amazing things. And it's funny because I'm getting ready to go next week. And I thought, oh, this is, you know, me thinking I'm not really going to get very many treats. I've tried most of them. I'll just not worry about that. I'll get a couple of things and that'll be it. And then the list dropped. And I was like, well, there goes that idea. I'm getting I have now I have to get everything because there's so many amazing things on here. So I want to talk about a couple things that have I've tried or things that stand out to me. And then I want to hear what you're excited about. Sure. Um, the Thanksmas sandwich. Have you tried that over at Jolly Holiday Bakery? I have not because the only turkey I really want to eat is on the day or the couple days of Thanksgiving. I'm not like a huge turkey sandwich kind of fan yeah, or anything. So you wouldn't like it. And I need cranberry sauce. And I know they have something on there that's similar to that. But there, there's so many other things on the foodie guide that I'm like, that's not one for me. But I know yeah. people love it. They do. And I like it. But they also have a ham and pineapple toasted sandwich that there at Jolly really Holiday. Good. Yes. So I'm going to try that one instead. That one sounds amazing. I'm so excited about that. I'm also excited about... They had a macaron at Jolly Holiday Bakery. What was it called? Oh, they have a couple. No, just one. The Mickey Ornament Macaron. I can't remember what was in that one, mm. but that one looked good. I am excited that the Mickey-shaped beignets, the candy cane ones, are coming back, but I'm a little nervous because I feel like last time they had them, they tasted like um, toothpaste. Oh, or, Times before I've had them and they were very like candy cane-y, but the last time they were more toothpaste-y. So I'm not sure about that. I think it matters with how much peppermint they put into it. Because if you yeah. if you do a light peppermint, it's fine. Or maybe it's the other way around. I don't know. Is it that it's too pepperminty and that's why you think it tastes like toothpaste? Or is maybe it because so. it's not pepperminty enough? Because a candy cane is very pepperminty. Right. I don't know what it was. I'm not sure. Hmm. One one or the other. It, that <laughs> was sure. on my list, by the way. Well, you have to try it. I mean, have you had those before? I did. Um, yeah. I felt that they were, I felt that the ones I had were like a hint of peppermint. Mm -hmm. And so I was kind of like, eh, that's okay. Yeah. yeah. The well, strawberry ones they had were really good, though. I remember those. I loved the bad butterscotch ones years ago that were yeah. so good. I loved those ones. I'm also excited about the Luigi chicken pesto cone over at the Cozy Cone. Me too. That was on my list. Yes, that one is good. And they have a little soft serve ice cream cone over there that looks like a Christmas tree. And it's kind of a mint flavor. That one's good. I have to try oh. that one. Well, I've tried it. I have to have it again. It's just good. What else? What's on your list? Oh, man. I So I went through and I tried to be limiting, but it's very <laughs> difficult. Uh, so I I want to try this. So Teresa, who co-hosts DL Weekly with me, she's a big 
uh, cold brew person mm-hmm. and I don't drink coffee. So she always picks out all the cold brew stuff, but she loves all the drinks. She always wants to try all the different drinks. And like, I never get that excited about the drinks, but mm-hmm. there's a jungle or jingle julep, which is a frozen white hot chocolate with cookie butter drizzle, cocoa dusted and finished with a pretzel rod. And that's a Bengal barbecue. And that sounds intriguing enough to me. Mm-hmm. The pretzel rod seems interesting. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, I think I want to try it. Yeah, that sounds good. Add a little salty to the sweet. Yeah. And then at Plaza Inn, new this year is the chocolate mint shortcake, which is a chocolate mint sponge cake with cookie crumbles, whipped topping, and a chocolate drizzle, which the picture made it look amazing. And yeah. I'm a very visual person. When I look at these foodie guides, mm-hmm. if I don't see a picture, yeah, like I'm not that interested in it. <laughs> they have the that cookies and cream fritters. Anything cookies and cream, I will mm-hmm. be excited about. But these are at the Royal Street Veranda. These are going to be dusted uh, cream fritters with dusted with chocolate cookie sugar served with a sweet cream cheese dipping sauce, which sounds I love the sweet cream cheese so dipping good. sauce. They mm-hmm. have a gingerbread churro uh, that's new um, and a butterscotch dipping sauce that you can get with it. That's at the Small World and Casey Jr. Churro Carts. I definitely have to try that. I yes. did try last time the mint chip churro which was really mm-hmm. good, which also comes with a mint chocolate dipping sauce. Don't be turned off by it, though, because the mint dipping sauce is like a fluorescent green that looks like it shouldn't be something you'd want to put in your body but it's very good but it is good um the toffee pretzel which is a cream cheese filled pretzel by the star tours pretzel cart looks good yeah Um, i've had that i just didn't find it any different really than the mm. cream cheese pretzel which i love i love the cream cheese pretzel but i didn't feel like it was different enough for me to get it again Sure. If that makes sense. Do you like um oh I'm blanking on what the brand name is called of these things. Um, but they've got a they, uh, they've got a peppermint patty that's new this year at Candy Palace oh, and Candy Kitchen. I saw that. Which, oh, like a York. Like a York peppermint yes. patty, but it's made at the park. And I have that to imagine that that's amazing. Yes, that one looks good. I'm also excited about the celebration potato at Troubadour Tavern. Did you see oh. that? It's a potato, Mm-mm. a baked potato with pulled smoked turkey, whipped cream cheese, stuffing, cranberry sauce, gravy, and fried onions. That could be good, actually. I know. It's like a whole Thanksgiving meal. I always forget about Troubadour Tavern and their baked potatoes. That's kind of like what they're known for. Yeah. Well, and you feel like you're eating healthier, even though I don't know that you are. I don't think it is, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, the caramel crispy churro shake also sounds good. It's a caramel flavored mm. shake with dolce de leche crispy churro cereal whipped cream and chocolate garnish and then the last two that i have on my list are the almond churro i love almonds mm-hmm. um and it's a churro rolled in cinnamon sugar topped with almond butter white icing and roasted sliced almonds that sounds good and that's at willie's churros that's where they normally have the um what's that churro that everybody goes crazy for the, the fluffer uh, nutter yeah mm-hmm. and then finally the tacos uh, I can't even pronounce this. It's a chipotle marinated shrimp taco with pepper jack cheese served with Spanish rice and refried beans. And that's the Paradise Garden Grill for Viva Navidad. Mm-hmm. And my mouth is watering <laughs> thinking, thinking about, about this. <laughs> All of these things just sound so good. Yes, so good. Ah. Um, One thing I am excited about that I almost forgot is the popcorn near Haunted Mansion. I don't remember them ever doing a specialty popcorn, but they're calling it Christmas time popcorn, freshly popped buttered popcorn served with M&Ms and mini marshmallows. And I love putting M&Ms in my popcorn. 
So I'm kind yeah. of excited about this idea of throwing marshmallows in there. Now, the question is, are the mini marshmallows like those ones that you get in like hot cocoa packets where they're kind of like dehydrated? Because I love those are good. Yeah. Yes. So that with the pop, because you don't want you don't want the marshmallow to melt into your popcorn and then like your hands are super sticky. Yes. So I'm wondering if it's those because I think that would be really Maybe good. So my son loves those dehydrated marshmallows. And once for his birthday, we got him a big container off of Amazon of just dehydrated marshmallows. And he just ate them straight for months. Loved them. <laughs> sounds like my kind of kid. <laughs> those so things are funny. amazing. They are good. Well, I'm looking forward to all of it. It's going to be so fun. Just I mean, a good time. what better place to go for the holidays than Disneyland? And mm -hmm. I can't think of anywhere else that does the holidays better than Disneyland with decorations and entertainment and just the feeling that you get being there. I mean, you get that anyway, but like add the holidays on top of it and it's right. just fantastic. Yep. I agree. Well, thanks for coming and chatting all about the holidays with me. It made me excited Absolutely. and hungry. <laughs> yes. I'm lucky that uh, when we're recording this, that like it's getting close to dinner time, so I can actually go eat. It's not going to be anything good like you get at Disneyland, no. but it'll at least be some food. <laughs> well, thanks so much, Tag, for joining me. It was so fun to get to talk with you. Yeah. And if you uh, if you want to hear more of my opinions on things, uh, you can head on over to dlweekly.net. Look up the DL Weekly podcast. Um, of course, uh, we you can follow us on all the different things that are DL Weekly. So uh, that's the that's like the one that we're actually kind of active on all the hub crawl stuff. We aren't really active on. It's kind of just fun to do. Try not mm -hmm. to put a lot of effort into it. It's kind of the fun podcast that doesn't require a bunch of stuff. So uh, yeah. you can check us out there and make sure that, uh, you know, that that your folks listen in a couple weeks when you're going to be on and bring your, and we're all probably dying to know what your question is. Oh so. gosh. No, I'm stressed. I'm going to have to make don't it stress <laughs> when you're on. It's going to be so we're so chill and laid back. You don't have anything to worry about. Well, I'm excited. I'm going to put all of your links to your podcasts and your socials in the show notes so people can go and find you over there. But Thank thanks you. so much. It was fun. I'm looking forward to talking with you in a couple weeks again. Yeah, me too. All right. Thanks so much. Yeah. Thank you so much to take for joining me. I will put a link to his podcast and his social media in the show notes so you can check him out. He was so fun to talk to and it really just got me so excited for the holidays at Disneyland. So if you're thinking about going, I hope this has been helpful. Maybe it's pushed you in one direction or the other, or if you're visiting this year, hopefully it gives you a good idea of what you can expect. Now, like I mentioned, I have a full guide to Disneyland during the holidays on my website. I'll put a link to that. In that full guide is where you'll find the foodie printable. So I'm going to put a link in the show notes so you can check that out. I also have touring plans. If you're interested in a touring plan, if you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed by the idea of Disneyland in general, I have touring plans on my website that utilize Genie Plus and give you a step-by-step by step guide to your Disneyland or Disney California adventure park day. So you don't have to even think about what's next. It's all there in the plan. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. So you can check that out. 
Thank you so much for being here. You are the very best. I'll be back next week with something new. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk soon.